Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, a Long Beach Water Update. Our guest tonight, Kevin Wadier, General Manager of Long Beach Water, and Anatole Falligan, Deputy General Manager of Business, as we continue our 20th anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America land of freedom is still the home of the brave. So raise the banner, call the glory, let us join our fellow man. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now, your host. Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on water. Mark Twain once said, whiskey's for drinking, water's for fighting. And we're here <laughs> with the general manager of the Long Beach Water Department, Kevin Wadier. Welcome. Thanks, thanks, Art. Nice to be here again. Water is a very precious resource and a lot of people don't realize it until there's a shortage. Yeah, well, we had a shortage a few years ago and so uh, you know, we're always worrying about that and making sure we do the best we can to prevent them. Kevin has been the general manager and with Long Beach Water for 11 years and we're taping the show on June 1st. This is actually your 11th anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a great run. So give us an update on where we stand with water supply. Well, yeah, I was thinking about, our, you know, looking back five years, we had a drought, 2007 to 9 was really dry here in California, then 2010 was kind of just a normal year. 2011 was a great year, one of the wettest years in California and in the Rocky Mountains where we get some of our water from. And so we went into this last winter in pretty good shape, and then this last winter was a very strange year. It started off kind of okay, and then it turned really dry through the main part of the winter, and then we had a really, really great spring particularly in Northern California. So we're in pretty good shape right now. Everything, the reservoirs in, in Northern California are in really, really good shape. Colorado River is not quite as good, but everything's in pretty good shape right now. Just to get back to basics for those that are not uh, water experts, we get our water from, from the snow melt from the mountains. Right. 
and we get it from the Colorado River, we're entitled to a certain amount. Right. Uh, and we have our own underground uh, storage areas. Right. And then we also buy water from the Metropolitan Water District. Right, so we get about 60% of our water from our local aquifer, which mainly is replenished from the local watersheds here. And then we buy the rest from MWD, which brings it in from both the Rocky Mountains, from the Colorado River, and from Northern California. And when we take it from our underground aquifers, which Long Beach is very lucky to have, right. Uh, it's very cost-effective versus buying water. Exactly, that's our cheapest supply. So we baseload that, we maximize that. There's, it's a, it's a adjudicated right, so we get a, a, a certain allocation every year. So we max that out, and then we only buy as much as we need to from from MWD. And supply is one side of the equation. Uh, demand is the other. And I know you guys were pioneers with your conservation efforts back in 2007, right? When we were facing the shortages. Uh, Long Beach really led the way in enacting uh, uh, regulations to limit uh, demand. Yeah, we stepped out. We were the first one here in California when the drought came, and it was actually a combination of a drought and some environmental rules that restricted the water from the Northern California. And we stepped out and we put in those mandatory restrictions in 2007, and we had a great response here in Long Beach. Yeah, remember you could yeah. only water your lawns on certain days exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's ironic, you're in the business of selling water, and yet you're trying to limit uh, the amount that you sell. Well, you know, one of the things of the reasons most water agencies are public agencies is because that's, you know, you're right, our business is to manage a very critical uh, resource. It's very uh, protected in California. So, yeah, we're always uh, doing both things, trying to sell it and trying to conserve it at the same time. I know one of the really effective uh, programs that you installed was this lawn to garden program. Uh, tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, we're really pleased with that program. You know, again, the basis for our program is is that, you know, as, I think as a state we've done a great job on interior conservation and the really big opportunity is landscape. 50 to 70 percent of your uh, water use at a typical family home is outside on the grass. So that's the opportunity. So uh, a couple of years ago now we started paying our homeowners uh, up to $2.50 a square foot to tear out their grass and put in these California beautiful, friendly landscapes. And we've already had 600 of our customers actually do wow. that now. And uh, this is a plug to do that. Uh, it, it's really pretty. Uh, and you uh, grass takes a lot more water than the drought-tolerant California landscaping that you uh, are suggesting. And you can give, what, up to $2,500 per homeowner that qualifies? Right, up to $2.50 a square foot for up to 1,000 square feet, which is pretty much a typical front yard here in Long Beach. We'll yeah. do it for, for $2,500. So you get, uh, you get a subsidy, and you're doing your job to protect the environment and reduce uh, uh, the demand for water all, all <clears throat> on the same package. Exactly. So we actually had a garden tour uh, a few weeks ago in May, and we had about 2,500 people from all over Long Beach come and look at That is things. amazing. Yeah. Uh, people are really into this environmental thing, including right. uh, uh, reusable bags at supermarkets. Right. So we're biking in the city. We're becoming an increasingly well-known bike-friendly city. So people are, are getting into the swing of things. Yeah, Long Beach has a real environmental ethic, and we're real proud of the, the way they've taken to the water conservation ethic as well. You know, coming from New York City, uh, and totally unaware of the huge infrastructure that allows you to turn on the water in the bathroom and, mm -hmm. and get water. Uh, I've become a lot more aware of it out here, but it, it's a huge infrastructure that backs up the ability to have water when you need it, where you need it. Oh, when you think about the infrastructure here in the West, I mean, if you think about 
the Metropolitan Water District system, they basically move water all the way from Northern California, you know, up into the Rocky Mountains, and we're all part of that. You know, you can yeah. back water into Lake Mead, and the things that we do here in the, in the Western U.S. with water are just amazing. Well, uh, uh, water is, uh, is an increasingly scarce commodity, is, and, and it's important that we conserve it. And uh, 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 in the next segment, we'll be talking about rates, but it, it's a favorable picture in Long Beach, too. Yeah, we're proud of our rates as well. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life powered by Edison. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our Customer Service Center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. Welcome back. Continuing our Long Beach Water Special, joined now by Anatole Falligan, who's the Deputy General Manager of Business for Long Beach Water. Welcome, Anatole. Thank you very much. I understand rates have uh, looked good from the consumer standpoint. Yes, they do. Long Beach is in a position, again, to say that we have some of the lowest rates in the state for the large cities here in California. And recently, there was a survey done of the largest cities in the country. Long Beach is in the top 50. And when it comes to water rates, they're one of the lowest amongst the top 10 in the nation for low water rates and sewer rates. So among the 50 largest cities in America, we're ninth lowest in yes. water rates. And among the largest cities in the state of California, we are the lowest. Absolutely. And what do we attribute that to? Well, trying to manage a precious resource like this calls for some prudent budget management. And we're in the budget process right now and we're wrapping up uh, this part of the year where we recommend to our board the coming year's budget. We crunch the numbers and it looks like again we can absorb our costs, increases that we're facing, and we've recommended to our, budget, to our board 
that we can go for another year of no rate increase. That's the recommendation we've made to them. That's great. And just for the record, uh, the Water Department has a, a Board of Water Commissioners that uh, set the policy, including rates. That's right. And Frank Clark is the president of that board. And uh, we're taping the show on June 1st. The board will be meeting uh, on June 21st. So uh, by the time this airs, you will know uh, whether the board accepted the staff's recommendations, which I think is we more think often likely. Yes. We think they will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are the, some of the things that drive costs? Uh, obviously, this, uh, the cost to you of buying water is one of the things. Yes, like you heard, groundwater is our cheapest resource, but we can't meet all of our demands through groundwater. So we have to do the extra part and buy imported water, which is pretty expensive. Sometimes in our budget, we can find that imported water can take up about 25% of our entire budget, just simply purchasing that water. Wow. That's why we try to conserve and drive those costs down, too. So conservation is an important element with regard to, to rates, in a sense. It is, because to the extent that you conserve, it allows us to conserve that most expensive part of our budget, which is the imported water. That's the last thing. You, you start with the groundwater and you yep. build other things. And the very last water that you have to buy for the guy or gal that leaves the water on the shower or something, <laughs> that's the most expensive water. So you want to eliminate that. As much as we can. That's right. Although that cost still goes up because of Met's price increase. Do you charge your users based on different tiers on their usage? Yes. We have what we call a conservation-oriented rate structure, which is one of the critical things for agencies in the state of California. So we have three tiers. And the more you use, the more expensive it gets. And that seems fair. So your, your base allocation is the lowest rate, and then you add on to it, it becomes more expensive. That's right. Yeah. Well, you've been with the agency now for five years, uh, Anatole. What's, what's your impressions uh, of, uh, of this agency? I think one of the most amazing things about the Long Beach Water Department is how progressive an agency it is, not only in the state, but people need to understand how progressive it is across the country as well. Things like that rate structure you talked about, being the leader in conservation and trying to push that so that people actually change the way they use water. It really is progressive, and you have to step out of Long Beach and listen to other people talk about it, and you suddenly realize what a great place Long Beach is. And until you don't have it, again, you, people can take it for granted, but, but Southern California is, is really desert, and without these massive aquifers and uh, aqueducts bringing water, there would be no L.A. Yeah, it's an interesting place where we live and we depend on aqueducts, but conservation and the conservation that we've done in Long Beach yeah. proves out that we can live very well in California managing this precious resource. Now, you went to Stanford. Uh, did you study water when you were in college? I did. Water was the one thing that I seemed to understand better than some of those <laughs> other engineering topics. <laughs> So having uh, uh, quality staff members, Kevin, like, like Anatole, is uh, certainly an uh, asset. We have to... a great staff. We, we really are very fortunate. We've been How many people great... work at Long Beach? We have about 220 total employees. Wow. And we do, the, you know, we do the sewers tour. That's a smaller part. But about 20, 25% of our staff is on the sewer side. About 75% is the water department. What prompted you to get into water professionally? Well, like I said, you know, you go to school and you see all these different topics and you try to see which one maybe that you truly understand because yeah. it's engineering. And water was something that I connected to all along. I started in flood control and then moved on into water supply when I came to California and started working for the Metropolitan Water District. And then you went on and you got an MBA at Irvine. 
Yes, because I needed to understand other aspects, because if not, I didn't know that just engineering alone was going to do it for me. So water is really very complicated, even though it, it's, a, it's a, obviously a basic commodity and element, but uh, it is a complicated uh, a supply chain and, yes. and sourcing. Just talking about water can take you into all kinds of areas, whether it's economics, whether it's law, uh, and then the typical things that we think about in terms of getting the water to the faucet, so the engineering side too. And like with most subjects, there's a right way to do things and a wrong way, and it, it, it becomes very economically beneficial to do things the right way as Long Beach Water is doing. That's right. I think if you read the newspapers day in, day out over the past few years, you hear things about giant rate increases all across the state, and I can't speak for those agencies, but those could be examples of where if you're not careful, you wind up in places you don't really want to be. So here's the takeaway from this segment. Long Beach has the lowest rates of any of the large cities in the state of California and has the ninth lowest rates of the 50 largest cities in America. Well done. Thank you. And thank you for joining us, and we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come.
Welcome back. Continuing our conversation with Kevin Whitehair, General Manager of Long Beach Water. And uh, Kevin, I know you take a lot of pride in your infrastructure here. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that and why it's so important. Well, you know, the underground infrastructure often gets uh, forgotten, you know, and of course, out of sight, uh, out, out, of sight out of mind. And, and, and I'm real proud, and, and this has really been the uh, tradition or history of the Long Beach Water Department long before I was here, was to not do that, to take good care of it, to make sure that, you know, I was. Uh, remember the old Fram oil filter commercial, you can pay me now or pay me later. Yeah, you know, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you ignore that old infrastructure and it starts to break, it costs you know, many, many more times to fix it after it breaks. So we have a very progressive infrastructure program on both our water system and our sewer system. We're spending a lot of money every year, um, but as Anatole talked about, our rates are very competitive, but we're spending a lot of money every year rehabilitating those old water lines. You know, we've had some old lines that are as much as 100 years old. We've been replacing those. And we're really, really proud. It's going very well. Our main breaks, which is our main metric that we use to, to see how we're do, doing, is down by 75 or 80% from what it was 15 or 20 years ago. So we're just progressively, it's like painting the Golden Gate Bridge. You just, it never stops, but it's really... And that's great because a lot of cities, uh, with regard to infrastructure, let roads deteriorate, other things. And then it is pay me later because accidents happen and problems occur. And it, it, it's kind of tempting to to take the money out of maintenance and, and capital uh, maintenance and put it somewhere else, but it's it it, is a big cost. It's a, it's a big part of our budget every year, on, again, is to, to fix those old water lines, fix those old sewer lines, and make sure that we don't do that. And let's just touch briefly on the groundwater storage. Okay. We talked about it earlier, but Long Beach is blessed by having a lot of aquifers. Yeah, we underlie one of the largest uh, groundwater aquifers of any urban area in California. There's big ones, you know, in, ur in rural areas, but as far as urban area, we underlie, we're very fortunate we overlie what's called the Central Groundwater Basin, which runs from Long Beach up to the San Gabriel Mountains, or San Gabriel Basin. And um, so we get about 60% of our water from that aquifer. And, um, you know, what happened was after World War II, everybody was pumping like crazy, and so, so the, they came in and did what they call adjudicate, or a court order was placed that limited each city's uh, extraction, how much you could take out of it every yeah. year. But one of the things that wasn't done back then was to um, set forth a set of rules as to manage the, the vacant storage down there. There's a huge reservoir down there that could be used better to store water in wet years so we can use it in dry years. And that was overlooked back and in the 60s. And that's being litigated now. So, and, yeah, uh, so we're in court now trying to set up the set of rules so that we can manage it better as a reservoir. And one consultant said if we can resolve this and set up rules, it could be a, a savings of up to a billion dollars over 20 years by using these aquifers. It's, it's a huge opportunity yeah. and it's, a, it's environmentally responsible too because there's really no, no negative impacts of using it better. Well, you grew up in South Dakota, not much desert there. Uh, <laughs> what got you turned on to water? Well, uh, you know, I was always interested in math and science and I, I couldn't decide which way to go. It was kind of a choice between being an engineer or a, a doctor and I went into engineering and then as soon as I got into engineering, I immediately figured out that because I really liked science, you know, chemistry and physics yes. and, and math, I gravitated right away to the environmental water part of the engineering field. And then you came out to California, and I know you worked for the Metropolitan Water District, the, the granddaddy down here for, for over 10 years. Almost 14 years there, and I've been here at Long Beach for 11. And I worked for a couple of consulting firms in between. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it must be uh, uh, exciting to, to go to work each day and face the challenges that you do right. and, and find ways to keep the rates down and to uh, 
uh, keep the infrastructure secure. Yeah, it's always fun. I, mean, I really enjoy it. I enjoy going to work every day. It's, a, it's an exciting place. You know, again, uh, it's a culture that's unique. I mean, I think I really enjoy the culture. It's a culture of investing. We don't have much debt at all. We always like to pay for things out of current revenue so we're not incurring a bunch of debt. So it's a, it's a great place to work. This is just a personal observation, but uh, uh, as we said earlier, Long Beach Water is recognized throughout the country and the water community as one of the top agencies uh, in America. Uh, but I've also noticed that other agencies that are supervised by a commission as opposed to our political folks seem to, to run very well. And I would include uh, Long Beach Water, of course, uh, Long Beach Transit, another sure. local agency run by a separate commission, run very well, and of course the, the Port of Long Beach. Right. And maybe it's an accident or maybe not, but uh, it's, it's nice to have uh, uh, the policymakers, in a sense, insulated from politics to be able to make rational decisions. Well, the city charter was actually amended in 1931 specifically because of what you said. The, the city decided they wanted a, a water department that was separate from uh, all the other politics, and they, they yeah. carved it out just that way. So there's no fighting or shooting over water in town, <laughs> Mark Twain said. Well, you've been, this is the 11th anniversary, literally, today yeah. uh, of your tenure here, and uh, uh, what do you look forward to in the future? Well, you know, when I look back, I'm really proud of what we did in conservation. I, I think we're the leader in the California and the country in conservation, and I think with what we're doing with Lawn to Garden, we're going to continue to push that envelope, and, I, and I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time working on seawater desal. That turned out to be still too expensive, but we did a great job looking at that. And then there's a groundwater thing. This is a huge opportunity. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my goals is to get that done. I mean, we're sitting on a tremendous opportunity here. A gold here, mine, literally. Literally a gold mine yeah. to be able to use that aquifer more yeah. efficiently for the benefit of our customers, and it's certainly something I want to see that, that thing get uh, fixed, that we've got the, the rules in place so we can really use nice. that aquifer as much as possible. Nice. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Long Beach is very fortunate, in my judgment, to have a first-class water department 
run by Kevin and his first-rate staff. We're the beneficiaries of uh, secure supply, lower rates, and uh, my hat's off to Kevin, to you and your staff. Thank 30 you, seconds to say whatever you'd like. Well, you know, Art, it's interesting. When you look at the options that we have as a water department to provide a reliable, environmentally responsible, cost-effective supply to our customers, there's really no, it's not even close. Our conservation from the eyes of, uh, the perspective of our customers is the best thing for us yeah. to do. So we've got a great lawn to garden program. We're, we're real excited about it. Um, and so I would just encourage all of our customers, take a look at that program and, and please come in and take our money and, and let's make Long Beach the leader okay. in conservation. Take their money, get a nice garden, uh, help with the in conservation and uh, be a good citizen. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Anatole, thank you for being with us. And please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.